Previously on Live at 605. I don't have I any stories. Sabotage. That's the best part about you. Look, it's like you have no real stories, yet you somehow you No still, real stories. You still sabotage me. John Malin. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. Beautiful, it's so fucking cold. It's a little chilly out there tonight. My ass is a little cold. I don't know how your ass is feeling. Chilly. Chilly. This is season eleven, episode nine, officially episode one twenty six <laughs> of Live at Six O Five, and we're back up in that ass. Basically, Why do you talk about being in your ass so much? <laughs> do you have an ass fetish? Because I know it's not with me. I don't think liking asses is a fetish. You talk about your if I ass. liked like having five fingers up my ass, that'd be a fetish, which I don't have. I don't. I don't have that at all. You talk about it a lot. I feel like you're just saying this because you're trying to be like trying to get this the uh, previously on. No, just trying to say you something always witty. Talk about. It. I hate when you talk about your ass. You always do it. Well, then how about I start with something a little bit better, more of a rhyme? How about uh, it's the return of the Mac, and we're back. No, I forgot. <laughs> and on that note, it's the return of the Mac, and I'm still alive like Tupac. That That's actually no a line. <laughs> I stole it from possibly the band of the week, ah. which might be Skepta Ooh. and his grime music. Okay. So, anyways, we're we're back back up in this place. Mm-hmm. Um, how you feeling today? Uh, sleepy. Sleepy. At least we're not recording at uh, one in the morning like we kind of <laughs> did last week, right? Delirious. Uh, well, before we get into everything, so we had a pretty crazy week as per usual. Yeah. Can't make this shit up. Why don't you uh, let everyone know about their uh, how they get in contact with you? If you guys want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool and random shit John and I did this week, uh, follow me on Instagram. It's ValGomez23. And how's your Insta game this week? Pretty good. Got some new followers, lost some followers, but, you know. <laughs> Up some down. Two up, two down. Uh, you posted a very good picture, which we'll talk about later on, about going to the Madison. Yes. And uh, were you happy with your likes and results? No. I think it was like I went too high on the previous one, so the one where the jam night one. Right. And so that one garnered me like 40. This yeah. one's only like 17. Uh, updated, because I like to keep you updated, 19 likes as of, as of six as of 7.38. Thank you. Thank you, guys. 22 is my new medi- minimum. Yeah. I will say that one is at least a 35 like picture that you posted. Right? At least. Yeah, it was good. So you guys check you out. What's your yeah. Instagram again? So Val Gomez 23. Like that picture. Get it up to at least 35. Like, <laughs> it's a 35 like post. Okay. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm mm-hmm. at Malencamp. Mm-hmm. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll get such good tweets as this one I tweeted out 20 minutes ago. Because <laughs> it's it was supposed to rain all goddamn day today. Yes. So I tweeted out, when it rains, it pours, except when the weather network tells you it's going to rain. it didn't <laughs> fucking rain. And you said it, and I said it, carrying our umbrellas around today. It's so heavy. It's like, be accurate. You have one job. One I, job. Anyways, it could be worse. I was talking to Pops Mountain today, and he said the forecast in beautiful Ottawa, Ontario calls for snow. No way. So, That's you know what? crazy. No matter how bad your life is, someone always got it off worse. To- right? Right. That could lead into the sponsorship later. <laughs> right. um, but you can also follow me on Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. Totally. I was going to post a picture, but I'm nervous that I'm not going to get the likes I should. Which? Which one? Well, if you go to Facebook.com slash Live605, you'll see one right now. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Drake just dropped his album cover art. Right. And if you guys have been following us on Facebook, you'll notice that whenever Drake puts out something, <laughs> we like to... Um, Drake or Kanye. Or Kanye. We like to photoshop, have some Photoshop fun. Yeah. And because Drake's new album is called Views from the Six, yeah. we're 605. You saw me. I took one of his billboards a few weeks ago, said the 605 is watching. Yeah. His new album cover is, is the close-up of the CN Tower, mm-hmm. and it's a poor, it's not, I guess it is poor, it's a weird Photoshop of Drake sitting on the CN Tower. Yeah. And so the internet went crazy, and we can talk more about this later on. Totally. Because I kind of want to. But anyways, I Photoshopped us standing next to Drake on the top of the yeah, CN Tower. Yeah, which is an awesome pick. It's a great pick, so like it on Facebook, and then tomorrow I'll post one of him sitting on top of us on our cover art. Yeah. Uh, and then not on top of us, like in our lap. No, no, but <laughs> but sitting on the Dive at Six Hundred Five um, logo. Logo. Uh, and then how's about on iTunes? iTunes. We actually had some good iTunes game this past week. We were con- we were part Ooh. of the What's Hot. Yeah, we were. Uh, I think I posted that on Facebook. Yeah, we were trending on the What's Hot for iTunes. iTunes yeah, which was awesome. We're hot. We're hot. Yeah. Uh, so drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Yeah. But also, clearly, all of these fantastic fans who are listening to the podcast, um, all of your downloads have helped push us back into the what's hot category. Yeah, people have been going ham mm-hmm. in uh, Cali for us, uh, California, <laughs> yeah. uh, San, San, San Jose, San Fran, and Oklahoma City lately. What? Home of the OKC Thunder. I don't know what that is. Kevin Durant. I, first, when I saw downloads in Oklahoma City, City. Mm-hmm. I thought I got mixed up and thought it was Golden State, so I was gonna oh, make a yes. joke that Steph Steve Curry. Curry. <laughs> although we just found out he's out for two weeks with Whoa. a sprained knee. But um, I wanted to say, yeah, everyone's been going ham on iTunes. Thanks for making us hot. Yes. But we're st- I'm still looking for some more comments. Yes, so, I know, super fans. So, so, come on, you want to be a super step your shit up? Yeah. And if, if someone leaves a comment on iTunes. They'll get like a very. We'll make an even better six hundred five super fan sting. We'll like personalize their name. Exactly. In it. Maybe a poster. Yeah. Well, let's not go that far. <laughs> unless you want to do it. I was like, obviously, I'll do it. I, I've been doing. I've been doing artwork for all the Drake and Kanye stuff. So you do the funny artwork. Yeah. I do the serious artwork. This is true. And I want to say I'm proud to announce that starting as of this past Friday, we're also. Not only are we available on Mm -hmm. iTunes and Mm -hmm. Stitcher Radio and Podomatic, Mm -hmm. we're also now available on Google Play Music. Ooh, maybe I should put out a new ad to see all the ways to download. Yeah, because when we first started this podcast, I remember Mm -hmm. people being like, oh, I don't have iTunes. I guess there are people out there that don't have iTunes. So Google Play, it's up there. I still prefer iTunes and all all that stuff because Apple's way better. It's the same... (laughs) We can get into it even later on. I'm writing down Beyonce and Tidal. Ugh! Have you listened to Lemonade at all? <laughs> no. Yeah, actually. Or watched Lemonade? I, I haven't know. watched Lemonade. Yeah. Because Beyonce's smart, she finally put it on iTunes. Yeah, I saw today. it today. Yeah. Here's my one thing. Go. Look, title. You did the exclusive album with Jay-Z a few years ago. Yeah. Kanye West. Yeah. Beyonce. Lil Wayne's done exclusive albums on there. Yeah. No one's subscribing to you. So all I know is this is why I, another reason why I like Drake. Yeah. Even though he co-signs with Jay Z, Kanye West, Drake is putting out Views from the Six as an Apple Music exclusive. Right, but didn't he get in trouble not that long ago because he r- promoted something on Title and then we're like, what the fuck are you doing? I think he had a concert. Yeah. yeah. That was streamed through Title. Yeah. But it's like Title, you're not doing it. Like if Beyonce, Kanye West, and Jay Z can't get people to subscribe. Yeah. 
then it's like cut your losses and go to just Apple. That's yeah. Apple and Spotify are the two places two. where people stream your stuff. But uh, I forget what I was talking about. Mm, nope. Yeah, I, I was just happy that we're on Google Play. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say I entered us into a trip to possibly go to Chicago. What? What so, is this trip? <laughs> so Podomatic, there's mm-hmm. some podcast conference in Chicago in June. Do we get to go sit and talk on a panel? We don't get to go sit and talk on a panel. I don't even know if I would go to the conference. But really? <laughs> well, maybe. John! Basically, Podomatic said if you uh, release a podcast in the next month, Tweet at Podomatic with the hashtag, Chicago, whatever the hashtag is, mm-hmm. you're automatically entered in for oh, trips cool. for two to Chicago. <laughs> so I entered us because we were going to be That's worried. awesome. So, if I do it as well, yeah, you, does that mean yeah. like we, we have both. two votes? Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. Here, guys, make sure you vote for us too. John and I want to go back to Chicago. Yeah, because we're going to, we can talk about this later on as well, we're going to Bahamas. Woo-hoo! I believe if it lines out, the season finale of Live 605 will be recorded from beautiful Nassau, Bahama. You better damn well believe it. I'm going to have a cerveza in one hand and a cigar in the other. Recording from the balcony, which reminds me, if you hit the PayPal account, you can help pay for us going down <laughs> I'm so glad you forgot about that one. Ah, uh, whatever. We, we had one person over your cousin yes. Ken in Boston <laughs> yeah. donated to it. Yes. Uh, so that, I think that's all the sponsors, or no, that's all the ways to get in contact with mm-hmm. us. Should we get into a, maybe a, either a sponsorship or pop smell and approval? Uh, you do pop smell and approval. So I got a call from one senior pop smell Yes. And actually let's, hold on, I got to get the, uh, Podfather music going. Okay. <laughs> so the Podfather himself gave me a call today. Okay. And so basically, I felt kind of bad. So last why? Well, so he called me. He's like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" Yeah. He's like, oh, "I just want to let you know that I'm just finishing up last week's podcast." Okay. Was that the one? We, that's the one we recorded at one in the morning. That's the late night podcast, correct? Right. And so he's he's like, "Oh, so it was like um, an interesting one. Like you guys were recording late at night, right?" Yeah. And so I don't know how you felt about last. Did he think night. I was stoned again? No. So. <laughs> yes. Maybe, but here's the thing. I was I was a little self conscious about last week's episode. Why? I thought, oh, you know, in in theory, it could be a fun episode to do late night. I don't know if it was our best one. Maybe that's just me. I haven't listened to it yet, so I'm not sure. So maybe people Facebook tweet us. Let us know if it was six oh five quality. Level. Yeah. So I kind of cut my dad off. I was like, oh, you know, it was really late. We were busy that day. Yeah. Uh, it's know, a job doing a podcast. Hell yeah, it is. Right? Especially doing 126. Right. 12 episodes, 12 weeks in a row, taking like two weeks off. Exactly. So I didn't even let my dad finish. To you whether cut I, him off? I cut him off. Uh-oh. So and I was just like, oh, you know, it was really late at night, this and that. Mm-hmm. So he didn't officially say if he liked it because I cut him off. But. Okay. Because even even our not-so-great episodes yeah. are so fucking better than other podcasts. Oh, completely. Because yeah. Because I am his kin. <laughs> It was officially Pop Smell and Approved. Okay. Damn, dog. That was officially Pop Smell and Approved. Is? is it kin or is it like your next of kin? Well, kin just means family. So next of kin is a phrase. It's like if um, if I'm dead, it's like notify the next of kin or something like that. Like if, if I was died and I had yeah. kids and I had money to give them. Go if you the died, would you leave me all your stuff? Yeah. I, I don't When I'm dead... What? <laughs> you might want to be buried with it. Uh, with my stuff? Yeah. What about buried with my, my juggling balls and my microphones and my Dramaraquai yeah. poster? You might want to uh, promote or do the podcast from the Beyond <laughs> the Grave. Whoa. Whoa. Haunted cast. Haunted cast. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I feel like we were talking about this at work today. You were? No. Oh, what? <laughs> no, uh, hold on. We were talking about um, uh, just like lawyer fees and this and that, notaries, and then someone just brought up like... That's like, so oh. such a random conversation. I know. Someone brought up at work like, oh, I, I have to get my will, like, I should really get my will done. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, at what point... Should we have wills? I'm like, we don't have fam- We don't have kids. I don't know. We're only common law. Do common law people make wills? So, I don't know. I'd leave everything to Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get some of that pot? Some of that scratch? No, if I go, you're coming with me. <laughs> I should at least get all your tax returns. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can leave your savings and everything to Ben, but give me at least your tax return. You got quite a nice one this year because of me. Um, but, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know if you have to. I don't know about that kind of stuff. Like, if you if you die, does all your monies and stuff go to your family? Like, your parents, maybe? Well, no, you're my beneficiary. Am I? Did you sign me up yet? <laughs> you know me and checking my mail. <laughs> <laughs> In theory, you should be my beneficiary. Right. But I think it's because, um, what you might call it, I think it's only if you, you have to make a will to say who gets all your stuff. Yeah. Because I know my parents recently readjusted their will to include... No. <laughs> you did definitely don't make the cut yet. What? Um, you make it by proxy through me, but they adjusted it for Ben and Savannah. Oh. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, on a, let's get off this death no, note. Seriously. We can talk about that later on. I guess we can talk <laughs> talk Prince if you want. I know. Um, we're all over the place. We're saying all these things we're going to talk about. Yeah. Do you, do you have a sponsorship this week? Yes. All right. Um. Because I don't. Okay, well, you can be part of mine. Okay, so why don't we get into your sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. This has been quite the eventful <laughs> two months, if not the most, like, quite an eventful week, For sure. if you if you will. So last week was probably culminating in the busiest two months of my professional life, where I was actively working about 8 a.m. till 1 a.m. John can attest to that because he was sitting up beside me for a lot of it, and you, which was uh, moral, support. moral support, which is really sweet. Um, but yeah, we, I literally would go to bed at like 2, wake up at 6, go into work and keep doing it. And that wasn't five days a week, that was seven days a week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? And so I was really exhausted. And so this past weekend was my first weekend actually off. Oh boy, big time. Big time, right? First week, first weekend off in about two months. Yeah. And so... I was like, you know what? We are two guns blazing. I am going to invite everyone to do like a party. We'll talk about that later, right? Um, but having said that, I'm going to tell this story because <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. Um, so my brother, Carl, and my sister-in-law, Beth. They're on an episode called, it, the most controversial episode ever. Yes. It was originally called Roommate Hate. Yeah. <laughs> iTunes banned it. And yes. So now it's called Bad Roommates. Exactly. Which is so a great episode. It's a great all episode. The bad roommates the four of us have had over the years. Totally. Some great and um, such great stories because we've all had like at least five yeah. weird living experiences. Uh, higher, I think it's like season four or yeah. five. It's an old one, but it's a good. It's a definitely a goodie. Um, so either way, my brother, my sister in law, and my niece Savannah were uh, vacationing in Arizona mm-hmm. um, over this past week, and on Wednesday while we were at work. I got a text message with my other brother, Brandon, Mm -hmm. saying that Beth got injured. And all of a sudden, I just see this picture of her pop up on my phone. And I'm in a meeting. And I see this picture of her pop up on my phone. And she's wearing, like, the world's thigh high. Yeah. Basically, it looks like the equivalent of bitch boots. But, like, (laughs) as a cast. But as a cast. Right? And so I was like, what the fuck? Right? And so I text Carl back. And I'm like, 
What the hell happened? Blah, blah, blah. Because as you know, getting hurt on vacation, which we've done. We have done. And specifically breaking a leg or something, yeah. which you've, we've done. We've done. Sucks balls. Sucks balls. And especially like for those of our listeners who are around the world um, and in the States, but... Canada has free health care, and so I think when you always Thank get you, in... Uh, Pierre Trudeau. Exactly. I mean, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> right? I mean, um, yeah. So, in Canada, we have free health care, but in the States, you do not have free health care. You got and Obamacare. You have Obamacare. You definitely still have to still qualify for that. Yeah. But, um, whatchamacallit. It's always a little bit terrifying when you get injured in the States, and so, mm-hmm. just as an anecdote, when I when a fat chick bumped into me in, on the in, on, in the streets of cobblestone streets of Boston, um, I went down and I went down hard because yeah. my foot, when I was wearing sandals, Oof. went into a sewer vent and then like basically snapped on its ank- on one of my ankles, and, and so if you guys want to be grossed out, should I post a picture on the Facebook page again? Maybe. Of, your, of you in the hospital with your big Yeah, lump. maybe. I posted before, but if you guys want to see your broken ass, broken ass ankle, <laughs> yeah. I'll post it on the it Facebook. It basically page. had the equivalent of like a baseball coming out of the side oh. of it. But I was so determined to get John to Fenway that I was like, we're fine until like this hobo just started yelling obscenities at me yeah. to like ice my foot. And here's the scary thing. First of all, you're in a, we're in a place where I'm like, I don't know where hospitals are. Yeah. And one thing I am thinking is, okay, if we call an ambulance... You get charged for ambulance yeah. ride. I'm like, so I'm like, okay, let's get into a get cab. Get into a cab. How about you a cab? And at first you're like, oh, let's just go back to the hotel room. I'll sleep it off. Yeah. <laughs> and which, which is fair enough. That is the Gomez way of doing things. It is. Because I can understand too. It's like, I don't want to go to a hospital. I don't want something to be no. wrong. And, and I'm like, oh, no, we have to go. And so we even like told the cab driver, I'm like, I don't know. Just take us to, take a, hospital, to a hospital. Right? And so either way, the story isn't about that. But the point of the matter is of that story is that... I, John and I have experienced yeah, a similar situation sucks. and it sucks. So I get this text message and my sister-in-law is basically in this giant cast and they now have to like fly home from Arizona because yeah. they don't want to pay to do, um, see a specialist, an orthopedic surgeon if and something's broken. It's the same with you. Like they wanted you to go back to the hospital a couple times in Boston. You're like, right. oh, I don't want to pay for the bill. Let me no. just come back to Toronto. And it's like, what are you going to do? You can't do anything. You can't do so anything. Just come home, see the doctor here. Exactly. And yeah, so they got out of there. And so either way, Friday night, first day off, I automatically was like, oh, I'm so excited. We planned a party with like a bunch of our friends yeah. on Saturday. And all of a sudden I get this text message. After, like John and I were watching TV. I go yeah. check my phone. I get this text message and it's to meet my brother and my sister-in-law at the hospital in Oakville. Yeah. Um, to help Beth check in while Carl takes um, my niece, his daughter, back to their house where my parents are waiting. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? That's totally fine. I don't mind going. So John rented a car, but I equally got the most shifty car. Oh, yeah, we have to write a note later. Yeah, we have to write a note to zip car. So I got this car, and it was it looked bonass, right? Yeah, it was oh like my it was God. such like. It, it looked, looked like, like a Batmobile. Pink, it did. It looked like a Batmobile or like something James Bond would drive. Totally. It was so fucking like pristine on the outside and it was like, it just, it was like lowered. It just looked so cool. It looked cool. like a Fast and Furious Fast car. Fast and the Furious car. And I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Yeah. So I got this car. All of a sudden I'm on the highway and I start braking on the gardener and all I hear is like, eh. 
everything in that engine move. Jesus. Right? Like, you know when you can hear, like, oil drip, a cylinder yeah. shift, like, the brakes are going. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be the worst thing ever. I'm going to stop <laughs> and stall on the highway on the way to a hospital to see my injured uh, sister-in-law. You're going to end up in the hospital. And I'm going to end up in the hospital. So I was freaking out. Like, there's been times where I've driven, like, San Francisco being one of them in the yeah. rain. The When we went to the Maritimes. PEI. PEI, Newfoundland, driving in the rain there. Yeah. Where I'm, like, cheating death. This was one of those times as well. Yeah. And so, either way, I get to the, air, or to the airport, to the hospital. This hospital looks like no other hospital I've seen before. It is basically a Good shopping mall. Oh. Good. It's, <laughs> it's an Oakville hospital. It's basically, like, one side of it could be, like fucking Cadillac Fairview Mall. Like, it just like a gorgeous, pristine shopping yeah. center. So all I remember is when we flew back to Toronto after you broke your ankle. Yeah. And we went to the downtown hospital. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought for sure. <laughs> I was scared because there's, like, people with, like, nails in their head. <laughs> there's hobos who looked like they had shot, like, yeah. got shot by a <laughs> shotgun or something. A little sketchy. There was, like, crackheads just, totally. like, going back and Such forth. a different atmosphere. But, like, here, it's, like, the most glamorous hospital ever. So, basically, I go in there, and I'm, like, walking through it, and they said that they're going to go wait in the emergency section when they arrive here. And so, I'm, like, okay, that's fine. So, I basically get to the front, and there's, like, a bunch of wheelchairs and you never know if they're like assigned wheelchairs can anyone take them it doesn't orderly have to grab it for you or you Mm. were just allowed to Mm -hmm. like did you just grab a wheelchair did you ask somebody to uh yeah so the other crazy thing was when we took you to the hospital in boston there it was like we had to walk you up a ramp it wasn't like (laughs) we were next to the like doors yeah i remember walking like at least 20 feet up, up a ramp yeah and that we got there and I couldn't see where the actual entrance to the hospital yeah. was. So we sat you down. Mm-hmm. I remember running like to the other side of the uh, building where the mm-hmm. hospital finally was. And I asked them if they had a wheelchair. Yeah. And they didn't. So I had to run. They're like, oh, we have to go to this other area. And I yeah. ran to another area. And I did have to ask someone. Yeah. And so I got one. But it took a while to get one. Totally. And so this one, there was like three weirdo wheelchairs like sitting there and so i got into this like little bit of a bickering argument with one of the nurse women yeah and so she was sitting there and i asked her can i ask you this story is it was it an older nurse or a younger probably an older not old old but like okay no no like probably in her 40s okay that's not really that old (laughs) right um so then either way i'm talking to her and i was like excuse me is it possible i'm like sorry to bother you is it possible to steal one of these wheelchairs my sister-in-law is coming to the hospital because she injured her leg Mm. and she's like what wheelchairs i'm like the wheelchairs are here and she's like okay well where is she and i'm like she's on the way to the airport like i just said she's like well where is she coming from and i'm like the airport airport she's like which airport i'm like pearson and she's like do you know there's so many airports there's so many hospitals that are closer i was like woman relax like i lost it i was already irritated that i almost died on the way there yeah and it was also like we had we were going to a party later that night so i was just like i do not want to extend this experience and make it worse already wait so did did the pepsi thing happen before or after this Oh my god, I forgot the Pepsi thing. I think this thing. even happened before you got to the Yeah, nurse. and so, so oh my god, I forgot the Pepsi thing. So anyway, finish thing. the nurse th- part. Okay, so the nurse part was, um, so basically this woman's like yelling at me. She's like, do you know that there's like about 15 closer hospitals to Pearson Airport than this, this one? Is, aren't you giving them like business? business? And I was like, woman, first of all, you're not like friggin' like drowning in like people here, like patients. Yeah. There's like 
one person in the emergency wing waiting and then me right at this point and so i was like freaking out so she's like yeah you could take it and i'm like "Thanks, thanks 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 Right? So, either way, I go and stand outside because I feel completely ostracized so at wait, this point. Leading up to when you got to the hospital and going to see this yeah. nurse, what happened oh to you? Oh, my God. So, I feel like I'm such a target. I don't know how this no happened. Podcast stories, man. I know, but it's so fucking weird. And so, I basically, I parked on the east side of the hospital. East side. And, east side. And I had never been to this hospital before, but my brother said, as I said earlier, he's going to be on the emergency side so i had to find and walk to the emergency side mm-hmm. so i start walking and i follow the signs or whatever and i start passing like a tim hortons mm-hmm. and like a vending machine area and this old like chinese woman out okay. of nowhere comes and taps me on the shoulder okay. and she's like uh I, this don't, is gonna sound so racist just talking to your normal okay voice, i'm gonna talk to my normal voice yeah voice. so then this is just what the person said you're not making no i'm not making this up. this is she, what she said so she's like you need help me buy coca-cola and i was like what, <laughs> what? right and she's like she you know when like old women wear like those tilly hats yeah i was gonna say right? like one of those sun hat she's visors. wearing like a visor hat and then like a pink like big, windbreaker big sunglasses and big sunglasses and stuff and i'm like excuse me she's like you need help me buy coca-cola <laughs> And I was like, uh, okay, there's a Tim Hortons right there. And she's like, no. She's like, from this. And I'm like, the vending machine? And she's like, yeah. And at this point, I'm in a rush. Like, I'm I'm not, like, lounging at a store. I'm in a hospital. Yeah, you're there for a reason. I'm there for a reason. So I was like, of course, I'll help you, obviously. So I was like, do you have $5? And then, because obviously, Oakville Coke costs way more. Yeah, I was going to say, was she trying to get you to pay for it? Well, I didn't know. And I was like, do you have $5? And then she's like, pulls out this envelope of, like, all this money. Can I just do a real quick side tangent yeah. about, like, people asking you for money? Yeah. Uh, it's a subway story, but I'll tell you mm-hmm. in less than a minute. Go. So I was walking the subway, and I walked to the one a little bit further that's <laughs> on King Street. Yeah. And as I was walking, I was taking my headphones out, and as I was about to go into the subway, this old, this guy who was, he looked like he was a hobo, but maybe not a hobo, like maybe a street tough. A street tough? Yeah, like he might shank you or something. Okay. He's like, hey, man. Uh, I need a couple dollars to be able to finish ordering my sub. Oh. And I was like, fuck. I'm like, why can't you? It was next to McDonald's. I'm like, yeah. why can't you ask for more money for like a Big Mac? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I said no because I'm not going to give yeah. you money. But then I was like, well, I don't also want to walk in with them. No, because then, then you're like, you're clearly getting So I literally had to walk down the street. take and like, oh, I thought you were going to be like, I gave him the money. No, I didn't give him the money. I wouldn't do that. I don't give anybody anything. You don't know how crazy they are. <laughs> So I'm like, well, fuck, now I got to, like, walk around the block for a few yeah. minutes. And I had to, like, peek in and see, make sure he was gone or make sure he was waiting You outside. couldn't get anything else for lunch. No, because it's Monday I do Subway, Tuesday I do Salad, <laughs> Wednesday I do Subway, Thursday I do Salad, Friday is Subway. It was t- Wednesday. <laughs> I did Whoa, do a sub. Shocking. Sorry. But, but would you, so I'm like, I didn't want to go in with them. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't want to get yelled at. So I waited a bit. Would you have gone in if you no, said no? No, I would have just gone to another place for lunch. What? There's the only other places are McDonald's. What about Tim Hortons? I don't go there anymore. <laughs> so, they only have Pepsi. What? And it comes back to your story. <laughs> like the lady so said, they only oh, have Pepsi yeah. there. So then, either way. So <laughs> then I go to her and I was like, "Do you have?" Um, five dollars, and she pulls out this wad of money in an envelope, Ooh. and so she's like pulling out all these twenties and fifty dollar bills. But then she's like, "Here you go," and I'm like, "That's a twenty. I can't put a twenty. It only takes fives and tens. Okay. And then out of nowhere, these other old women <laughs> come up to me, and they're like, "Same nationality." Same nationality, and they're like, 
about four of them and they're like we need coca-cola and so she's like (laughs) i need i know and so i was like i'm sorry you just need five or ten dollar bills i'm like why don't we go to tim hortons which is right next door and see if they have coca-colas and i don't know why i'm calling them coca-cola it's i call it coke yeah and so i go with her to tim hortons and I was like, hey, look, they have Pepsi. She's like, no, we need Coca-Cola. So they're picky people. They're picky. And so if, it makes Beggars me laugh. They're choosers. No, but it makes me laugh. It's like when you go to a, like a new country or something, yeah. and you're like, I need to have this certain brand because that's the brand ambassador from that country. Yeah. And so that's what I felt like this was. It was like, we've heard about Coca-Cola. We need to have the Coca-Cola. <laughs> so you think they were here like on vacation or a trip? You don't think they were residents of like... I don't know. Or? Maybe not. But because I was like... I don't know how I got stopped, right? Do you know what I mean? But it's also weird. You have a nice, you have a nice face. I was literally. (laughs) I have a trusting. I have a trustworthy face. Yeah, I trust you to get me some coke. So then, either way, so I was like, why don't you change one of your twenty dollar bills into five dollar bills? And so she's like, um, okay. And she gives me like the wad of cash. Then she's like, here, and I'm like, maybe I am trustworthy. So I get her bills changed, and then I go and I put them into the machine, Mm -hmm. and I was like. How many Coca-Colas do you want? And how want? long is this? Because like you said, you're waiting for Beth, Beth to, be, to come back. It's probably long? like 10 or 15 minutes. That's a long time. That's a long time. Especially if they had gotten there right when this was happening. Yeah. Like, and I you, said that. I was like, I'm sorry, I have to go soon. Like, I, yeah. this is taking far too long. Yeah. Right? So I finally got them like four. <laughs> what did I get them? Four regular Diet Cokes okay. and then one regular Coca-Cola because they ran out of regular Coca-Colas. And I'm like, I can't. I can't do this anymore. Because I was like, do you want Fanta? And they're like, no, no, just Coca-Cola. <laughs> so yeah. I just feel like a really good Samaritan. Oh, yeah. I want to do because I love this story. It's a good long yeah. story. Another side tangent of something that happened to us Friday night, which involves Coke or Diet Coke. Oh, God, when yeah. We, when we, uh, Friday night, I was so excited. We got San Francesco. Yeah. And what's our philosophy? We do everything in what? Two minutes or less. Which is now down to Not one minute everything. or less. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about your ass all day. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. I, I like it. Dirty talk. Okay. So we went to San Francesco's. Yeah. You ordered ahead. Yeah. And there's this lady in To fr- make it also two minutes or less. Exactly. There's a lady ahead of us. And it's already taking her a couple minutes to order something. We're just chilling, you know. We're mm-hmm. not. I'm not. I'm trying not to get too aggravated. Yeah. With what I do with customer service stuff because when people just do things dumb. Yeah. Dumbly is dumbly's not a word. No. Stupidly, that's not. A that's word not <laughs> people just do things what I consider as incorrectly. So, anyways, what you would usually what you would do? It's like okay, I'm gonna get two steak sandwiches and I'll get two bottles uh, of pop. Right. And then you would pay and then pick up your pop. From totally. Them. What this girl, lady, woman did. She ordered her food, and then before paying, she's like, okay, I'll get two drinks. And she wasted time by walking away to the area where the Cokes were. In the the fridge. The fridge. And she stood there pondering for about 45 seconds. (laughs) 45 seconds is a long fucking time. Of course it is. I'm like... Chick, you know you're just getting the Diet Coke. Okay, but what really, like, totally blowed my goats was she's like... She, she didn't know how to open the fridge. She's like, where's the handle? And I was so, like, yeah. there's a fully a handle. How do you not see a handle? Like, how do you not know how to open a fridge? So she wasted all this time. I'm like, just pay for your meal and then go grab your two drinks. Exactly. And so this took a very long time. It and took then, a very long and then time. This is exactly what happened to us. So then we go up next. The guy's like, hey, how's it going? You're like, great. I have a pickup here for rap Valerie. <laughs> oh, great. It's <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> 
Is that like Scooby-Doo? Ruh-roh. <laughs> like, uh, okay, that'll be $22.50. I'll use Visa. Tap. Bye. <laughs> We're the fuck out of there. She was still trying to she figure out She was still trying to figure out, like, do I want a Brio or, like, a Coke? I'm like, Coca-Cola. chick, you know you're getting the Diet Coke. Exactly. <laughs> My God. Right? So, so anyways, okay, so then tangent. back to the hospital. I swear this story has purpose. No, so then, this is a good, this is already a fantastic story. So People then, are loving it. Um, this what is a free podcast too, by the way. So again. I'm standing outside and I'm kind of like, I already feel like completely ostracized from the mean nurse lady. Yeah, because then that was the whole nurse and people are looking at you. People are looking at on. me weird. And so I was just like getting frustrated. So I'm like, I'm going to wait outside. All these like um, really glossy looking large SUVs start pulling up like or CRVs or whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, maybe one of these is my brother. One of these is my brother. they're coming brother. right from the airport. Right. And so I'm just like waiting outside. None of these like beautiful cars are my brother. Okay. So I'm just waiting, waiting. All of a sudden I see this white stretch limo approach the hospital. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God, this <laughs> is going to be them. This is already so weird. Yeah. And so I go and I'm like, all I hear is my brother Carl being like, Val, grab a wheelchair. What? And so I was like, ugh. So I go and grab a wheelchair. And so I'm helping Beth get into the wheelchair. Whatever. We get her back into the hospital and we have to check her in. Yeah. Right? So do you remember the process of like <laughs> being like, we need to talk to somebody was really easy. But then when we had to, when we started talking to somebody was when all the weird questions in started. Boston? Yeah. Yeah. So initially I remember we, we, I wheeled you in. Yeah. They took your name and your number. Yeah. And then did we get called into that first yeah, room? Yeah, the first room. Yeah. So basically, we're in line, and there's one small guy who I basically stole his wheelchair, I didn't realize, <laughs> right? And then a guy who I can only describe as, you know, the big dude from Happy Gilmore with the nail in his oh, head? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Sure. Whatever oh, that guy's... Jesus. I don't know what that guy's name is, but I was thinking about, like, I'm like, how do I describe this person in terms of stature That's to perfect. the audience? He looks exactly like the big dude with the nail in his head from Happy Gilmore. He sounds like him. He's wearing, like, worker, like, farm boots with mud all over them. And he's, like, 280 pounds and, like, 6'8". So I think, like, Beth had, like, cabin fever from being on a plane for so long. She's, like, trying to brush by all these people. I'm like, Beth, what are you doing? We can't go by these. Like, (laughs) wait your turn. Like, we're third in line. Do not worry. I'm like, and I already stole the first guy's wheelchair. (laughs) Right? I'm pissing off everyone. And are you going back to that same nurse? I don't know yet. Right. Right? And so I'm like, okay. So the first guy goes up. I'm super apologetic about his wheelchair. I offer to go get him another wheelchair. Right. He's He's like, like, I just want a Coca-Cola. I know. I was like, oh my God, I'll just buy Cokes for everybody. (laughs) Right. And so then he goes, whatever. He leaves. Then the next person, Beth is still huffing and puffing. I'm like, Beth, don't worry. We're up in two. Yeah. Right. This happy Gilmore dude is now up. And I'm like, you need to calm down. I'm like, my point of the story is you haven't been shot. This is not as pertinent if you're not in thriving pain as you feel you are. Yeah. Right? So all of a sudden, and you know me, it's all about perspective, right? Yeah. And so this guy, Sasquatch, goes up and he's basically like, hey, I need some help. My wife's been kicked in the stomach by her horse, right? Um, Come come again, please? She's been kicked in the stomach by her horse and is internally bleeding (laughs) in the side of the bathroom and so she brings this woman he goes in like so the nurse is like questioning this guy and he's like so uh do you have your health card (laughs) and so so this is where i think it's like 
having that like bedside manner it's like assessing like know your audience if a person is panicking you the last thing you want to do is be like super robotic in your responses it's like you almost want to be like i'm so sorry something like that yeah the woman's like um do you have your health card and he's like i was on a fucking field (laughs) what do you think i just came straight from the farm yeah oh my god where's your farm in oakville i have no idea and so like and it's probably she was like you know how many other hospitals are close to your farm (laughs) well that was a different lady so then i'm like listening to this the woman comes out and like beth and i are like silent because we're behind this dude the, yeah, the this woman giant man. this giant man who could probably kill me right and so this woman comes out his wife she's in a wheelchair now too and like bless her heart her t-shirt was drenched oh. but her, she had to lift up her shirt and you know when you're internally bleeding it just starts spreading purple no i've never been kicked by a horse okay so when you're internally bleeding it just starts turning like purple and like spreading so that's what was happening and she couldn't exactly breathe but for whatever reason her leg was like her foot was shaking so much so i'm like oh my god did you like rupture your spine and like it like ripple effect somewhere so i'm like beth See, it yeah. could be worse. Like, See, your problems I, seem a little insignificant right now. That's why I don't fuck with animals. No, and so that's the thing. Like, that's why sometimes it's like when people are like, I keep a gorilla as a pet. It's like, do you want to get your face yeah. scraped off? Did you know, I believe, I think it was in Bahamas, maybe it was somewhere else. My folks were on vacation once, and the podfather himself, Pop Smellon, was horseback riding. Did he get bucked? He fell off, and the horse fell on top of him. But <laughs> It literally rolled on him, but because he's got those Malin jeans, nothing yeah. happened to him. He walked away. But it's crazy sometimes. Are like, they like Levi jeans? <laughs> not those jeans, silly. Jeans but, with a G. Jeans. But yeah, that shit's crazy. That's like, insane. That is, that How did he get out? No, it just like rolled, like he fell over, the f- horse fell on top of him and like jumped back up. Oh but my that's, like, God. That's like, how much a horse is weigh? Like 500 pounds? Yeah. But anyways, that's why, like, you never know with animals. You never know with animals. And so, either way, they look like they obviously farm these animals. But you just never know, like, how they're going to react. I'm also like, why are you standing right behind a horse? Yeah, like, that is not a place you want to stand. That's not a stand behind it. So, either way, we go through. And then I'm waiting with Beth. We're waiting, we're waiting. And then some woman's like, Elizabeth Gomez. And so, we go through. Is it not the same bitch who yelled at me? So, I was like, are you fucking serious? And so, we go and sit there. And she looked, like, so irritated irritated that it was me back in here but then we just both seem like the most pretentious people when Mm. we enter back into this room so beth is starting to tell her the story she clearly does not care what is happening i'm just trying to like expedite her questioning to get us out of there and so then we go through the motions but i'm like thinking about this as beth's being questioned it was none of the questions i got because you remember the caliber of questioning i had so first Let's go over the questions they asked Beth and then tell them the questions they asked you in Boston when you broke your ankle. So the questions they asked Beth were was when did the injury happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where did it happen? Okay, makes sense. Okay. What how much in from one to ten, how much pain are you in? Ten being the worst, one being the least. Yeah. Right? And are you on any medication for it? Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So for me though In Boston when you broke your ankle yeah, at the hospital. I broke my ankle. My questions were, do you feel safe at home? Yeah, with me sitting <laughs> with next John to sitting right beside me. Yeah. So I'm like, if I said no, what would happen? Like, would they push a, like an undisclosed button to yeah. come get you arrested? 
they asked that with me there. Like, they didn't ask me to step outside. Or yeah. They didn't ask you that when they made you get no. x-rays or something? Nothing. And then it was like, what's your religion? And yeah. I'm like, um, a non-practicing atheist, yeah. right? Um, or a non-practicing Catholic, right? Maybe with an atheist smile. Yeah, yeah. Then it was like... What's your level of education? What's my level of education? (laughs) What does that matter? What kind of burial do I appreciate? Where are your ancestors from? All All these weird questions. And I'm like, are you like medically, racially profiling me? Like I couldn't tell what was happening. Again, I think it's... Is it the difference between downtown hospitals and like suburban hospitals? I don't know. I I wonder if it was like... If I went to the Oakville hospital, just because Oakville is a predominantly Caucasian area, would it be different? Like, would my Coca-Cola friends, if they were going, would they have the same amount of questioning? The only question I think they would still ask you is, like, do you feel safe at home? Like, that's fair enough. I could see that. They didn't ask Beth that. No, I know. But (laughs) the one, I don't think they would ask you, like, what's your national, or no, what's your religion? Yeah. Where are your ancestors from? So I was like, I don't know. No. So then it was so insane Um, so I was kind of like frustrated with this woman because Beth got to go through so quickly, but then we got to the next section of the hospital and we're in like the emergency room with like the curtains kind of thing. So everyone has like their own cubicle. And just because we've been watching so much scrubs lately, I just was like reminiscing about episodes (laughs) in there. And I was like, I kind of just wanted like Ted the lawyer to come (laughs) by and start like singing. Or like Turk to come by and be like... Do you need a medical, um, yeah. or do you need a surgical consult? <laughs> yeah. And Turk comes in. And so I was just like laughing. But what was funny was that our, if for the listeners who watch Scrubs, there's the head of surgery is Dr. Wynn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's basically what our, <laughs> our um, doctor looked like, Dr. Wynn. And so I just started laughing. And he was asking like all these questions. And then I was asking all these questions. And I felt like really on, like, really on my game because nice. we had been watching scrub so much yeah um but yeah it's so crazy like i like it's a really nice hospital but i don't recommend being in there and i just think sometimes the level of consideration i know doctors go and nurses go through a lot and it's really trying but i think it was just like i got sassed so much on this trip oh it's ridiculous it was so brutal and then like driving home at like 9 9 30 yeah or something in the fucking like broken down Batmobile. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I don't yeah. want to die. I just got like, and I'm like, I can't complain if I do because the guy got kicked by a horse. <laughs> so no, I I hate hospital, not hospitals, but doctors, nurses with bad bad bedside manner. Yeah, like I can't tell you how many times. It's like you well, think, yeah. like when I broke my thumb, yeah, and I had to go see like get X-rays. I had to go see different doctors a couple Ooh. times. I finally found one who was really nice and yeah. easy going, this and that. But it's like, you think, as as much as I want you to have knowledge and know what you're doing, mm-hmm. good bedside manner. Because, yeah, your people who are at hospitals most likely are freaking out. They're scared. Totally. They're nervous. So the first thing you should be doing before you treat their, whatever their problem is, is be nice to them or, like, just be... Yeah. Courteous. Courteous, yeah. Respectful of the situation. That's why I stopped going to my doctor because I'm like, you're like a scathing bitch. Yeah. Right? And I was like, peace out, woman. And I just like never went back. Wolf. Yeah. So that's my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So so that sponsorship started at 13 minutes and 45 seconds. We did have a lot of stories intermingled, yeah, that, though. I'm, I'm imp- and now it's been 43 minutes. I'm impressed that you remember that that was a sponsorship. Yeah. So what I thought, here, I want to talk about this. And you know what? Mm. 
uh, you should be very happy because a lot of the notes I have are all you stories. Oh, really? So, You'll still find a way to interject, won't you? I, I think I did a great job of talking you about... You did. This time was good. There's no better segue from the San Francesco's lady who couldn't open up the fridge door <laughs> yeah. to me segueing about Pepsi back into it. Totally. But what I thought you were going to make as your sponsorship was all your Uber experiences this past oh, week. So why don't you yeah. break down some of these Uber trips you're asking? So I think the worst one was probably going to the Madison. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So um, we're telling all of these stories out of order yeah, now. that's all right. Um, but after I got back from the hospital and parked the Batmobile, in like a really shifty part on Trump Street. Um, I like ran back to the apartment because we still needed to eat dinner yeah. and get ready to go to the Madison, which is this like college pub. Legendary Toronto bar. bar. It's a piano bar. I used to go there a lot as, um, which we call it, in my early 20s. A lot of people in their early 20s, mid 20s. Yeah. I mean, anyone could go there, but it's predominantly younger. It's younger because it's right beside the University of Toronto. Yeah. And so, either way, my brother Brandon now, so yeah. my other brother, he's been playing gigs regularly there. So, yeah. if you go and check out brandongomez.com, he was our uh, band of the week a few weeks, weeks ago. Yeah. Um, he plays piano and guitar gigs there regularly. Yeah. And so, I had never actually seen him play at the Madison, but it's one of my favorite, previously, it was one of my favorite bars. Yeah. So I was like, why don't we see if we can rally everybody and go to the piano bar? And yeah. I was really impressed because I literally texted everyone on like a Thursday night yeah. and managed to get like 15 of our friends yeah. to come out on a Saturday night, which was awesome. So because I got home so late, I was like, okay, John, let's just like hoover this north of Birkin pizza. Yeah. We're going to get ready. And I'm like, let's just Uber to the bar because we're going to be late and I feel like everyone's already going to be there. Yeah. And you're like, okay, totally. So I put... Uh, the address of um, the place into yeah. my into the app, and then we go downstairs. I get this phone call, right, and nobody's answering it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I hang up, right. Then we get outside. This SUV car pulls up on the wrong side of our ramp on a one way street. Yeah. So then, as soon as we get into the car, mm. I, like. This guy, he did not stop talking. He did not stop talking. We didn't even have to respond, and he just kept talking. He's one of those guys where he's like, hey, guys, you know, um, I just dropped someone off on your street. I was about to shut this down because, you know, I only do this part-time, <laughs> but I thought, what the heck, I'll take one more, you know, because <laughs> I've been doing this part-time. You know, I've been doing it for the last seven months because my full-time job, I do this and that. But because I do this part-time, you know, the wife said do this, and, <laughs> and we're like, uh. Um, but okay. as he's doing this, he's like, uh, where am I going? Yeah, I know. And it's like, uh, please go left go on left. Harvard or whatever. Yeah. And so then he's like talking. And he's like, so insurance for Uber drivers is really crazy. The last the last uh, passenger I had, she was like an insurance genius. And so yeah. she told me about all these things. And we're like, whoa, that's amazing. Yeah. And so then she's, he's just like, you know, it's really hard because it's $400 a month. That's what they don't tell you in the fine print. Yeah. Right? And so I'm like, <gasps> like as he's calm his, the fuck he's, down. He's missing turns. He doesn't know which yeah. way. And I'm like, you have it in GPS Dude. And but then well, at the same in the same like milla breath yeah. he just took he was also like is an Uber driver's way better that's way more efficient and way more cost effective and it's such a more pleasant experience with yeah. drivers and I'm like <gasps> like he just kept going 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 and it'd be one of those things where you just you would say one word and he would just keep going and going and, and going. going and going and going and so then he finally pulls up to like Bloor and like a little past Spadina like before Madison Avenue yeah. and he's like oh he's like the GPS is telling me to go down Spadina and turn around and blah 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 I'm like you know what. <laughs> We'll get out we'll here. Just get out right, right here. here. He's like, "Oh, you guys sure?" And we're like, yeah. "Yep." And like, jumped out of the car and like ran down the street. But I'm like, 
I cannot take that level. Like, I'm an well, energetic person, yeah. but I cannot take that level of, like, constant conversation. There should be a feature on Uber where it's, like... Um, like that limousine window. <laughs> like, put it on. <laughs> no, there should be a feature where it's, like, okay, check off. Do you want a talkative, non-talkative? Yeah. Be like, I click, I don't want to talk at yeah. all to anyone. Well, the crazy thing was, was that, okay, so I had so many, like, what John didn't realize was that I actually took Ubers to and from work that whole week. And so I was like, okay, just because I had to go to work super early and I was staying really late, I just kept taking Ubers because it was easier. So I had, a, like, a very eclectic roster of drivers. Rastafarianism. And so one of the drivers yes, I had on the way home was this guy who was also really, really excited about <laughs> life. And he's like, I think it was like nine o'clock. Was this or like, the old white guy? This is the old white guy. And so again, he's like a really nice, like nice car, nice driver, whatever. But we get in and he was like, okay, put your address in. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> And so then he's like, so where are we taking you to tonight, pretty lady? And I was like, oh, just home. And he's like, your boyfriend cooking you dinner? What he didn't realize was that I was cooking you us cooking I was cooking us dinner. But I, I felt you were game. watching the baseball game. But I felt compelled to say I, he, you were cooking dinner because he felt like such a, like an old soul that I felt yeah. like I would burn his like 1940 ideals. I picture him as the old dad from The Amazing Race. Yeah, that's yeah. 100% it. And so he's, like, talking, and all of a sudden we're, like, passing the Sky Dome. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, where are you going? He's this like, isn't right. this isn't right. And then he's like, oh, it's telling me to get on the gardener. Like, and I'm like, what? Right? And so I was like, no, I'm like, you go to, like, um, University oh, Avenue. So can I just say one other thing? Yeah. The guy that made me laugh mm-hmm. was he's like, when the first guy who took us to the Madison, when he's like, oh, do you want me to come turn down this corner? Yeah. We're like, no, no. He's like, oh, don't worry. I won't charge you anything extra. Yeah, he kept saying that. Like... He's like, whoa, sorry, guys. I took you down the wrong street. Don't worry. I won't charge you any extra. <laughs> okay. It's like, like calm your ass. Calm your ass. Sorry. I can make up the 70 cents. Thought of that when he said getting on the gardener. So, so. then, what? <laughs> because so... it'd be like extra. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I was like, did I put in the wrong address? But then he was like, oh, no, you know, this GPS has been acting up. I'm like, are you like freaking like taking people randomly <laughs> everywhere? And so the one creepy thing is you know when people are like when they look at you and go come home with me why are they snorting (laughs) get over here (laughs) no so he is like get over here (laughs) okay so creepy you don't like don't like that so either way um christian call he's like constantly turning around and looking at me like pay attention yeah, that's right. right and then he was just a like lady like you said no but then he's like he said something like oh i um he's like let me let me use you as my gps and i'm what? like okay so then i'm like trying to give him directions home and he's like so uh your your boyfriend's making you dinner and i was like yep he's making dinner and then he's like okay um he's like that's a good man right there and i'm like yep that mm-hmm. is a good man right and so then he starts talking about, he's like, oh, he's like, you know, I, I like, I lo-, he said something like, I like young women Whoa. or something. But then he's like, no, I mean, it. he's like, I have a daughter that's you around your age. What? And he starts like talking about this, but he's like facing me. It's like, look forward, look dude. Look forward, dude. And so then he's, but he says like all these creepy things. And he's like, as a, he's like, what is your boyfriend making for dinner? And I'm like, uh, I don't know, pork chops. Right? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, how's he doing them? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Right? Them. And so then he's like talking, talking, talking. He finally gets me to the front of my, like our place. 
and then I like get ready to leave the car. I'm like, okay, bye. It's nice meeting you or whatever. He's like, okay. He's like, you're not inviting me up for that pork chop. <laughs> and I was like, no, creepy old man. Right. Who almost tried to abduct me on the gardener. And so I think it's really bizarre because I'm like, it's like, we started talking about things that are like Uber drivers who have been like the criminal rate, exactly like how yeah. we said with the guy from the Madison, like a lot of Uber drivers you have the screening process is really intense, but there's right. no stopping after you start being an Uber driver yeah. to become a criminal, right? And so I just felt like, oh my God, this is going to go one of two ways where the old man in the white Audi is going to kill me oh. or abduct me on the gardener. So and that was weird. And then one more driver I had yeah. was a hearing impaired driver. Really? Yeah. And so the app, when I put it in, it popped up and it says like your driver is I was like visually impaired and I know I read that wrong. Yeah, it was no, like no, no, I don't want it was him. like hearing impaired. And so it was like, uh, okay. So I Did go you get down, a discount? Well, no. And so I get a text message from him saying I'm here. But then remember when I went to that signs restaurant? Yeah. Where it's all sign language based in Toronto, which is really great. So I was like trying to remember all the sign language I could. But that still seems dangerous, sign, signing in a car. Because it means he's got to look back and see you doing this and that. Well, and so this is the thing, though. I'm like, if you're not going to sign, like, this was probably, like, the polar opposite of the other Uber experience because you weren't communicating <laughs> yeah. with the guy. So I was kind of just sitting in the back of the seat. It's like trying to do some quick braille. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I did nothing wrong with that. That's how they tell you read with your fingers. Okay. So then, either way, um, what should I call it? I ended up trying to, like, remember all this stuff. So, like, when he got to the house, he kind of just gave me, like, thumbs up. And oh, that's I, nice. No, which was nice. But then I remembered how to say thank you yeah. in sign language from, like, the restaurant. And so he was, like, kind of, like, <laughs> excited about it. Nice. So I thought that that was cool because I'm, like, oh, this is just, like, another awesome opportunity yeah, for that's um, I like that story. A, an individual with disabilities. And so... Um, I thought that that was cool. But, yeah, I've had, like, the most fucked up driving experiences this week. Well, we kind of... I didn't even tell you this story. So, on Wednesday, and you can talk about your... Mm-hmm. Wednesday, you went jamming as per usual yeah. band practice. We can talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But Wednesday, I went out for dinner with a few people from work, which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, Garris, who's been on the podcast. Yeah. She doesn't work with us anymore, but she came down. And we all had dinner and drinks, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And she lives fairly close to where we live. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, I'm hopping in an Uber. Do you want me to want take, Uber home, p- take you home? I was going to walk home, but it was like 830 at night, and we were pretty far. So I was like, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do that. Which is a far cry from when you used to walk home at 4 in the morning yeah. from my house. <laughs> yeah, they think about what I did wrong. Yeah. <laughs> But we jumped in the Uber, and it was just funny. So here we are. Like, we look like two pretty young people. Yeah. Two young, white, privileged people. <laughs> yeah. And the guy sitting in front, we talked to him for a few minutes. And so then just Ferris and I started talking and we started talking about things like, uh, oh, you know, Ferris is like, yeah, you know, when I was working the Oscars this year, when I went to the Oscars, (laughs) and I just kept, we would talk about certain things and just the guy would just kind of laugh like, (laughs) (laughs) he's totally mocking mocking us. And I was talking about, oh, you know, it'd be cool, you know, Jimmy Kimmel and being a manager for him. And Ferris is like, oh, you know, uh, Don said, if I'm ever in LA, she'll get me tickets front row to Jimmy Kimmel. And she started laughing. He's like, you know, we can go backstage to the VIP bar area. <laughs> and this guy's probably just 
sitting there being like, these people are so full of shit. This, yeah. Whereas I'm like, no, this is all this true. Is, this is all true stories. But then when we got dropped off and got out or something, the guy's like, oh, good luck at the uh, Oscars next year. I hope you win or something That's like awesome. that. That's awesome. Well, That's he's, nice. He's like mocking us. Like, mocking you guys. And I told at the fair, I'm like, Did you, didn't you hear him laughing at all of our she conversation? Was, nah, she was too tossed. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, um, what'd you call That's Did you have fun with everyone that day? Yeah, it's it was a lot of fun. Like we just kind of hung out, and it was a salad day. Yeah. So I had a salad, and I'm yeah. like, "Fuck!" So I had <laughs> salad day. Exactly. <laughs> I was starving, and I thought we would order drinks and get food right away. Mm-hmm. But it turned out we just drank for the first probably two hours, and then oh, order food to last. So you were like already like. So I, I had like I had three beers in total, and I had yeah. two before the food came. So I was just like hangry, like fucking People. hungry and stuff. Yeah. So, it, but it was a lot of fun just catching up and That's everything. That's awesome. It's with the old crew, which is nice. Yeah, the original crew. So, um, hold up. Do you do you either want to talk about your band practice, or I know you had you did a six oh five remote this week. I did. So do you want to maybe throw that in there? Yeah. Okay. So I want to tell you guys, which is a good build up to the later stories. So a lot of my uh, really awesome work friends, so David, Lou, and Alexis. They are fans of the podcast, super fans, if you will, and I always talk about it, and they always love when I mention them in it, and so one of the things that I love doing when I used to do 605 remotes um, at my old gig was we'd talk about, we'd take like a topic of something that you and I typically debate, and I'd bring it to work to like pull the masses, essentially. So one of the things that we were talking about was... Both Lou and Alexis are married. Okay. David and I, I was like, David and I are single. Single, <laughs> single ready to mingle, you two. Right. So David is single, and um, I am in a committed relationship. <laughs> right? um, but what you recall it. So then I was like, oh, what is like the etiquette for going to weddings when you're not having a full reception or ceremony, mm. right? Like, what is a gift? Because Lou was about to attend a wedding at the Drake 150, so the same restaurant we took your mom to, which was right. really oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. But the ceremony was also there, and I think it was buffet. So then I was like, why don't you guys share some of your wedding experiences <laughs> and just, yeah. like, your thoughts on these things? Because this is something you and I always debate because we've had we've gone to so many different types and, like, nationality and cultures of weddings and stuff, and it's always, like, different, like, destination weddings and stuff. And this year we actually have a lot of awesome um, experiences for weddings, too. We have one of your friends, Matt, yeah. in Ottawa. We're so we got to book our uh, flights. Exactly. So here is a 605 remote with the work peeps. Fix that 605 remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. Coming to you live from an undisclosed location, this is a 605 remote, and I am sitting here with friends of the podcast slash super fans, Lou, Alexis, and David. Hello. <laughs> and they're all nervous Hi. right now. <laughs> So we actually um, had a discussion on the podcast a couple episodes ago where we were discussing the etiquette around celebrations like weddings and baby showers and um, just like other festivities um, where there's usually, an, how do you say, like a social norm of how to send out invites and what to expect when you go there as a guest. Lou and I had this debate about like if you're going to a wedding where food is not being served, what do you give? Is that even a thing? That's not a wedding. That's not a wedding. Okay, so I would like to set this stage here. So David and I yes. aren't married to each other. No, we're not. Absolutely <laughs> not. not. Right. 
but we're the two non-married individuals. Yes. Um, both Lou and Alexis. Single, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ready to mingle. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? But um, what you Alexis and Lou are married. If somebody like what describe your weddings first. I had a segregated wedding. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? In 2009. Yeah. 2008. Okay. I had a segregated wedding. I literally had a wedding on the yeah. Saturday, which was our wedding. Yeah. Okay. And when all the Italian people found out there was going to be two weddings, they just wanted to come to the Saturday wedding. Yeah. When all the Asian people found out yeah. there was two weddings, they decided to only come to the Asian wedding. Interesting. Yeah. So I had a hundred. Divide and conquer. I had a hundred. I was about to say, are you and Jasmine allowed to be married? I don't even know if we're legally married. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't really don't know. But we had like 110 people to our wedding. And which then we wedding? Had, Combined? Which, the sad, which was the Saturday, Saturday. pseudo Italian wedding. Italian wedding. Got it. And then 250 people, strangers that I don't even know. Okay. But to the, the Chinese wedding. Okay, but the million dollar question is which wedding was better? Uh, it depends on what you mean by better. <laughs> which wedding was more fun? Uh, Saturday was our wedding. The Sunday was the Saturday <laughs> Sunday so you wedding was. Physically got married on the, the Sunday wedding was more interesting because we had like people singing to us. We had a karaoke. We had games we had to what? play. What? Yeah, I got I got blindfolded and had to like. Oh my god! Uh, had to take, take nipples. Uh, take. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, baby pacifiers. Oh, this was at a wedding. I had to take like baby pacifiers <laughs> off my wife's body. <laughs> I feel like you mixed in wedding versus baby shower. Possibly strip joint. It was like weird. Seriously, it was a weird. We played all these crazy games. Did you have an MC to wrangle people for these games? Like, yeah, I didn't know what question you were about. <laughs> I didn't know what question I was going to ask. Was, I'm consumed this by what, like. This wedding was interesting. On I was going to say. Okay, what was your PG-13 wedding, Alexis? Well, my it, mine was different because I had two, but not seg well not segregated or we had games. But one was here in Canada, and then right. one was in Jamaica. Okay, my Jamaican half of the family can't travel, right? So okay. we had two for law reasons. No, not for law. No, they're not locked up. But um, they. Oh, <laughs> well, no, we're going there, guys. Yeah, but because for legal uh, for legal reasons, no, they can't cross legally, the border. people who live in Jamaica cannot travel, travel on visas. You cannot get a visitor visa like we can travel really? anywhere else yeah. in the world. You have to go through a series of tests, and it takes so, a, so long, and it doesn't matter. But like, why not have a wedding on a beach? So right, we basically got married here, had a very tiny wedding, just because the circumstances. Also, my husband's brother passed away like mm-hmm. days before we were supposed to so we canceled the wedding then we decided oh my god you only live once yolo so let's get married anyway <laughs> so it was, we went from Whoa. like 200 people to like 10 and then we then decided the following year we would like take our big wedding to jamaica and then have a massive wedding what? so there's a whole bunch of circumstances and in real there. life we would all be there had this been this year correct 100 percent. i would say probably not what, what? <laughs> i'm like I'm why not, not? <laughs> <laughs> He only goes to Italian. Guess what? We're segregating this wedding too. Yeah. You're kind of I went to the Asian wedding. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so my question is then, we were discussing this. Some weddings we've been invited to. What is the common gift you give? Cash. Money. Okay. I'm not buying a toaster. If I don't like you, I'll give you a gift. So my first. How many weddings do you attend of people you don't like? How like many what kind of gifts do you buy? Yeah, how many blenders have you bought? No, you know what? 
it was only because of the Asian weddings I've, I've attended to. <laughs> you have to put a dis- thought, Asian disclaimer on this podcast. No, it was. <laughs> you know our biggest fan base is in East Asia, though, right? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. But every wedding I've gone to that was an Italian, the people that have given us gifts, I already know my wedding. Mm-hmm. Anybody that got us gifts mm-hmm. were usually people we didn't like. Wow. Why'd you invite him to your wedding? I didn't invite, I didn't have a choice of who came to my wedding on the Sunday wedding. <laughs> I was just told right. I was more there as a... Decoration? Decoration. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wasn't there as, <laughs> a, as a, a hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> so I married this guy. He's showing up. Yo, I knew. I was there for a decoration. He's the <laughs> so funny. Okay. It was like they wanted to know there was a white guy coming. Oh, nice. <laughs> so we all paid to see the white guy. Right. There you go. And the white family. Okay. So let's say if you're not having food at your wedding. Look at the look of disgust I got it from all three of you. Sense. Then what are you, what are you, like are you, so then are you only having a ceremony I'm attending and then No, the there's like a reception. So there was this reception and you distinctly tell me that there's no food. Exactly. <laughs> you can't tell what Alexis's face looks like right now, no, but confusion is, I think. Yeah. Is that acceptable? So question, I think the question is, how do you position, how do you position no, that on an invite to your wedding? How do you know how much to give? That's my question. I wouldn't because you then, wouldn't give anything. But, okay, so if you typically base your dollars mm-hmm. on the amount of how much your plate is, right? right. So let's say you pay yep. fifty dollars, and I'm gonna give you a hundred right. for like so two hundred combined. Me and my husband are attending. Mm-hmm. Right. So here's your two hundred dollar gift, okay. and you're telling me I'm not eating. So what do you do though? What happens if it's yeah, one of you your do? close friends? You don't. I would them. ask her what the. Like is, what does this even like, yeah. what, like order a pizza what are we doing yeah order a pizza if it was a close friend I would have like a serious conversation mm-hmm. I might also decline because I don't know what I'm showing up for like wow. what would you do like, is I don't know day? I'm asking these as genuine questions I'm facing I'm these so here guys you're, you're going to attend their wedding David what would you get it's not a or would you but get? then what do you do like what, what's the is it a party like is it just a party I would hope the invite would tell me yeah I would hope the invite would tell me as well so please come to my wedding to Correct. see us get married. Mm-hmm. Here's the ceremony. Food and followed food will by be extra. followed by a reception mm-hmm. yeah. of of uh, limited limited food. Food. There's no limited food, food, remember? No food. Limited your choice of nutrition. Chips and it, I, I think it's I think it would have to be Costco. I know consciously like oh, no. really position properly like if I was showing but again it depends on where like mm-hmm. are you renting a hall because yeah, that's completely different yeah. than like hey let's go to a restaurant and I but know I'm the invite for myself right I mean obviously the invite will how tell you how do you say if that a, we've gone so John and I have gone to our, our we no longer talk to this person but we went I to went their to wedding <laughs> at City Hall where we all stood on a staircase 100% and, and then no okay hold on then we went to Volos restaurant okay, okay. right which is great we yeah. paid for it what? Yeah, you pay for your own meal. Meal. But I'm like going out for dinner? Yeah. And so I'm like, wait a second, but the wine was free. Right? What do you do? That makes it weird. That's weird. That is weird. What do you do? Most people How much do. you give? We still gave 300. That's stupid. That's ridiculous. No. <laughs> right? Nope. Well, isn't, isn't like the, the gift that you give proportional to what you receive kind of thing? Or Yeah, but do, like, how do you determine that? Do you just bring an empty check and then gauge it at the end of a night? Yeah, maybe. I would, That's what some people what do. What do you do? bring a checkbook i mean yeah i mean it's just interesting i don't know that's uncomfortable i made the mistake the first wedding i ever attended it was one of my friends dre what up dre um she got married when we were just in university 
and it was a big Portuguese Italian wedding and oh, first wedding I've ever gone yeah, to. Massive. Totally made the mistake of getting a clock that I thought was really cool from this vintage as shop. As a gift. As a gift. It was like $175. So it's yeah, like it's worth. Nice but nice they had nowhere to put my gift because there was just a box for oh, the envelope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so they're like, uh, but they put my gift underneath the box to carry the cards. Oh. So that was a good learning lesson. Yeah. So I think it depends too, right? Because most people now they live together before they get married so like what what household needs do you really need you probably mm-hmm. have everything mm-hmm. yeah. whereas you know if you know like they both live at home mm-hmm. like and then they're moving in together maybe yeah. that's a different well, scenario you live at home? have you guys no what? i like i got married young right? right like i was 21 when i got married what? But, uh, yeah Whoa. then there's that um <laughs> but i also lived yeah, with him for dandles awesome so if i had yeah, that i'd be like oh with yeah him for three years prior to getting married <laughs> on my own right so i right. we had already moved out together Totally. Wait a minute. I when, moved out young. Like 19? Uh-huh. I moved out at 19. Yeah. John moved out at 19. Yeah, we moved in together yeah. at 19. Like, I oh, moved out. Oh, wow. Seems like I'm, like, missing yeah, you, on everything. Like, what time did, when did I you left, move out? Well, well, when I moved out, yeah. I was, like, maybe 25. Oh, my God. I'd kill well, myself no, because of my parents. I, I, <laughs> I, I barely made it. I didn't move out till later as well. Is that an Italian thing, though? Not really. They were trying to keep you in their garage forever. They were totally. They the If it was up to them, they they would have, like, literally bought me the house next door and said, we'll buy you the house next door. I'm down with that. Just live next door. What? No, no because way. I, I ended up I'm buying a place. Yeah. yeah, but that was the best thing I ever did. Was buy the place. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, later. for sure. Yeah. And then Jasmine came along and then took half of it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that yeah. relationship ruined my, <laughs> ruined my place. Yeah, my bachelor pad. But I think it's crazy though because it's like just like you. I was like, okay, peace out. Bye. Right. John was like, peace out. Um, and I remember when I ran out of money after I came home from living in England, and I was like. What do, do I, I do? what do I do? Do I lie to my family and just take up places <clears throat> randomly in the city? Yeah. Or do I move back and get exiled back to Oakville? Right. Went back, exiled to Oakville. What's Worst that? six months of my life. No, the, you were yeah. 25? It's uh, 22 when yeah. I came back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it, was, it was pretty hard like, for me to keep at home at that age. But yeah. you know, there were still like other factors totally. that come in that I won't really mm. discuss here. But, mm. Laundry. Uh, <laughs> stuff yeah I was on Facebook Mm -hmm. and oh man I there's some people on my Facebook who I don't talk to but I just love to follow their posts and stuff (laughs) yeah 
So someone who I'm friends with uh, commented on some someone's post who I'm not friends with. Yeah. And I clicked on it because it was hilarious. And so yeah. it was this white guy who wrote a whole post. And, it's, and it was started off with, I'm not racist, but... I'm See, like, of course All right. you're racist. This is the one thing we always joke about at work, Alexis and I. We always say, if you start off a sentence with, I'm so yeah. nice, you know, I'm just like a really nice person. Chances you're are not, you're, you're fucking dick. not. You're probably an asshole. Yeah. Right? People who are nice don't say that they're nice. I know. That's why I talk about, you know, my I only have a semi-average <laughs> ass. <laughs> So I don't want to talk about how fucking fierce Next time, can we put in the podcast, every time you talk about your ass, put that ding yeah, and tally to, it at the end? Not today, though. Tally it at the end? Because it's late and I didn't tally any other ones. So okay, not this week. Fine. Next week. But I was going to say to you. I didn't finish my story real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done talking about your ass. I am, but I have this <laughs> white guy who I like to shame. Okay. <laughs> I like to shame white people, if that's all yeah. right. This white guy saying, I'm not racist, but I'm really sick of this whole Black Lives Matter campaign. I'm like two sentences in, I'm hooked because you're a dumbass. Yeah. I just went on to say one of these things where it's like, oh, you know, all lives should matter. Like, yeah, dumbass, like, obviously everyone's lives matter. But I'm like, I don't want to hear your white privilege perspective. (laughs) But then someone else commented below it just being like, you know, my uh, father came from Ireland oh, and when he God. came here because he spoke differently he got beat up as a kid yeah and, I'm pretty sure that's like years of years of yeah, slavery well, did, the did the cops beat him up because he was wearing yeah. a hoodie because he was a white so, Irish no right. and he's like oh you know my mom is it like from- when you might have emigrated from Ottawa here yeah of course Although when I emigrated here from Ottawa, I got threatened with being smacked around with some cheese bricks. So that is a real thing. By who? People. <laughs> in college. Cheese bricks. They've threatened to beat me with bricks of cheese. Is this like when I threatened your dad that I would mail him a cheese wheel? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, if you're white, I don't want to hear your perspective about race for anything. No, I do think there is like... <laughs> This got really heavy. Thanks, Lou. (laughs) Um, I think it was like, I think hashtag all lives matter. Yeah. Right? I don't think it should just be like one nationality. I think it should be like all nationalities. But on that note, I'm going to get out of this racial topic. Um, (laughs) That's why it's not racial. But okay, it'd be funny though. Like, what can I don't have a big family, but you have a big family. You have a big family. Yeah, but we don't talk to half of them. Right? And so it's like for... Like, if we ever did ever get married, yeah. and I, I had a big racial family yeah. kind of thing, would you ever want to do, like, a three-day wedding like how Lou had? Hell no. No? Three-day weddings. Or, I, like, two-day. He did a two-day wedding because of the nationalities. Um, it took, Look, I get... Uh, we, we had a, a wedding that was a three-day event that yes. we got invited to. I, I, to two out of three. Yeah, we got invited. I do get it. If, if that's your religion, religious yeah. background, I get it. Mm-hmm. But are you saying, like, me as, like, a white guy? Do I want to do a three-day event? Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> it's, like, I do appreciate other people's cultures. I can appreciate that. That's your yeah. culture. That's perfectly But what fun. happens if it was just, like, the white people, or, like, I'll just use myself. What happens if it was, like, the brown people didn't want the white people at the wedding? Which would I technically isolate half I don't even family. want white people at my wedding. <laughs> they can't dance. They drink all your booze. <laughs> Have you met my family? <laughs> they can dance, though, at least. Yeah, right. And they'll drink all your yeah. booze. Uh, it's, it's 2016. My thing is, like, get al- everyone, let's just get along. Okay. All lives matter. All lives matter. Right. White people a little bit less, though. So, I can say But that was an awesome 605 yeah, that remote. that was a great remote. I'm sure we'll do, like, lots more of these coming up in the future. All right, so we're... At an hour, even over an hour now with the remote, but I want to quickly hear how your band practice was this week. Band practice was so good this week. Da, 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 da. 
Um, so, okay, so it's always so awesome when we decide to do new songs and just, like, also just, like, because we've been pretty up on our game the past, like, five weeks because we've yeah. been doing it so consistently and decided, like, these are the songs we'd want to perform live. But I was talking to um, one of my friends, Nick, who is in the band, but he doesn't come as consistently because he was doing a lot of stuff on the side yeah. um, of work, and so he just couldn't make it. But I was talking to him, and I was like, oh, you should totally come to jam practice. I'm like, I want to do this new song, and I'm like, your voice totally matches it. So the song is Take Me to the Riot by Stars, oh, um, which is such an amazing band. And so we were jamming, we were jamming, and I was like, okay, Nick's not here, but whatever. And then out of nowhere at like 8 o'clock, because we were jamming till 10 that day, right? Yeah, that's the day I went out for drinks with co-workers. Um, all of a sudden, I'm facing the door, and all of a sudden, this person walks in. I'm like, yeah, it's Mac! And what? so like, we were mid-song, and everybody got shit scared because I started screaming. Yeah. And so then it was so much fun because... I miss having three-part harmonies when... That's so badass. It's so badass. Like, that's what we had, like, when Becca came. I was like, yeah. oh, there's three people. So it just... It sounds so much fuller. Like, Scrivs and Chris always do such an incredible job. Yeah. But course. it's something, like, about just, like, that third voice that fills it. Well, why do you think bands like the Beach Boys, the Beatles, um... Bone Thugs and Harmony, because they have three yes. part, four part harmony. All those three bands, same caliber, yeah. right? It's Take true, me though. to the crossroads. So, yeah. Come see the bone bone, come see the bone bone, come see the bone bone. So, That's my favorite song. Uh, do I hear you recall it? So we started performing, and like, what I loved was that like everybody was just excited, I think, about life that day. Yeah. And so we did so many songs, and Nick hadn't heard us perform some of the songs we were doing, which was great, because it was such a great energy there. And then I'm like, he had a great energy because he just brought, like, such excitement to new songs, okay. which was awesome. And so the one thing I like is I printed off the music to Take Me to the Riot. We tried it, like, once, and it came together really quickly. Badass. And it was kind of the same thing as when we did the Taylor Swift song. But then we did it three more times. I'm like, oh, my God, guys. <laughs> this sounds so fucking amazing. Like, if I was outside the door and I heard somebody else performing this, I think they were fucking, like, crazily like good. So I'm so excited to perform um, again with everybody, like, hopefully next week. We're taking a week off. But it was, like, so much fun just to like have that full sound again. Well, uh, I uh, I kind of I might want to come soon if I I guess I like doing your side banks. I feel mm -hmm. like it's not as much pressure, and I also don't want to like take in or mess up your time or whatever. No, it. you don't. But there's a song, and I want to learn which that. one. So it was actually on the girls finale, Ooh. and it's a song that my dad used to listen to a which lot one? when we did uh, road trips. It's by Vanity Fair. Okay. I'm just gonna play a few songs, but yeah. it's a good piano song. The song's called Hitchin' a Ride. Okay. I forgot how much I love this I song. I know the Green Day Hitchin' yeah. a Ride. Okay. So this is a song I would never, ever remember it. Okay. If I didn't hear it played. But this is like, brings back my childhood. This past episode of Girls? Yeah. Cool. So it's kind of like a, the same way. It's kind of like Guess Who type style. Right. Or America. So, hold on. When they're on the bike. Oh, yeah. It's, well, if it gets to the chorus. Oh my god, such good harmonies. And the piano. I, this just reminds me of road trips with my dad and like, this is totally... It's such a good song. Yeah. And then a good chorus, it goes, ride, 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 hitching a ride. 
I feel like she and him would do a cover of this. Yeah. So I've been listening to this song nonstop, basically. This is by Vanity Fair? Vanity Fair. Okay. Do they have any other songs? <laughs> so the other funny thing is, uh, I went on iTunes, typed in Vanity Fair. It's one of those bands that has five greatest hits. Yeah. And I'm but like, no okay. song, no hits. I'm like, okay, I obviously know this song. I should know yeah. their other songs. I didn't know any of their other songs, <laughs> and they all sucked. <laughs> so sometimes we should write down funny things because... <laughs> The other day, I guess, were we grocery shopping or something? Yeah, we had to have been. Or, like, we were coming home from something. Was it from... Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Because we had this thing I know what it is. And you always do this to me. (sighs) Satisfy you emotionally, sensually, (laughs) and physically? Uh, Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Everything, two minutes or less. I meant spiritually. All right. So, we were walking home from San Francesco's. Oh, that's what it was. (laughs) Of course you're all riled up because your boyfriend wasn't there. Shut up, you. Missing that sweet, tangy, white ass of his. (laughs) Well, I have yours to keep. Me <laughs> so, I got an ass that goes for days. Either way, so we're walking home from San Francesco's on Bandrard. So it's about a 10-minute walk from our house. Ironically enough, walking past a Black Lives Matter protest. Exactly. <laughs> and so very timely. And so we're walking back. And oh, so sorry. We get the food. And because John paid, I grab the food. And I'm holding it, right, as we're yeah. walking home. Right? It's not heavy by any means, but I'm carrying it. Okay. And so I literally carry it all the way up Bay Street, all oh. the way down College Street, yeah. all the way up Young Street to our apartment. And literally, we get in the elevator. By the way, it's like a three-minute walk we're doing here. No, it's you're not. You're making it sound like you're It's so you're bad. It's ten minutes. Ten minutes. It's so All right, ten let's, minutes. let's both be honest. It's six minutes. It's six It's minutes. somewhere between five and seven minutes. <laughs> I'm saying three, you're saying ten, it's neither of those. Let's just be honest with you. Either way, either way, it doesn't denote what happens. Because it makes me laugh because you do it with the bed as well. (laughs) By the way, okay, I know, okay, let's just go. You know what I'm going to say. If you know what I'm going to say, you know you do do it. it. So, either way, so. (laughs) This is a free podcast, guys. I literally am carrying this bag of stuff and I push the button to go to our floor. And as soon as the elevator door opens on our floor, he's like, hey, Val, do you want me to carry that bag? And I'm like, no, John, don't do me any favors carrying this heavy bag. <laughs> heavy bag? Offer, Two sandwiches you and You offer fries? me on, like, the fucking victory lap to go home if, but, I, if you want to be a gentleman and all chivalrous. So I was like, no, John, don't do me so any favors. I made a very solid point where it's like, well, you do realize when we go grocery shopping, I carry the milk. But <laughs> yeah. I carry the milk home. <laughs> And I kept saying this, and you're like, that's the name of the podcast, but I carry the milk. And I'm like, but it makes me laugh, because you do it for other two. Like, there's days where I'm making the bed, and you're like, literally I like, hate the bed. you hate making the bed, and I know this, but it makes me laugh, because you always come in as I'm putting, like, the last corner yeah. down on the duvet cover, yeah. and, like, fluffing the pillows, like, the last, and you're like, why didn't you tell me you were doing this? I would have come help you. I'm like, no, you fucking wouldn't. But I carry the milk, which is all that should matter. I would never have you carry the milk. <laughs> And it just made me laugh because yeah. I should have said to that guy who was like, uh, so is your boyfriend making you dinner? And I felt obligated to lie and say, like, yes, of course. My my boyfriend who carries the milk is so chivalrous. He probably is making me dinner. Well, how about that time I ordered a Swiss chalet? It was kind of nice. Instead well, of making you dinner. I, I felt like you did that because I called you out. 
<laughs> to the Uber driver I'll never see? Yeah, no. Kind of. And the elevator after the San Francisco's. The San, no, that happened afterwards. No, it didn't. Yeah, yeah it's raining. It is. Uh, okay, so since we're almost over time, and I want to give this uh, talk about it in uh, enough detail, let's talk about our trip to the Madison, how much fun it was Saturday night. So good. So as we said, I rallied everybody because this was my end of a two-month chaos, um, big work project, and I was like, you know what, I just want to hang with my friends and party a little bit. Brandon was playing a gig at the Madison. He actually had been doing like a three-day tour stop there. Yeah. And we had Residency. All never- Residency. 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 And so we end up rallying everybody, which was amazing. We show up to the Madison. I haven't been back to the Madison in about seven years. I haven't been there in five years. Okay, so it was like really nostalgic, but also just like hilarious at the same time. Yeah, I, I'd only been there a handful of times, maybe three or four times. But so it, it didn't really, there's no real like sentimental value for me i like the place yeah but for you guys you would spend yeah. a lot of your time we spent there. at least three years straight there and i'm talking like thursday friday saturday Damn, thursday friday saturday Daniel. like did without fail and so it was basically the same crew minus like a few new people like vivian massa me. obviously you i had never becca. been there becca not david not with us so it was like from our original crew from high school who used to go there, it was um, like Chris, Lil, Alistair, myself, Miranda, Richard, Allen. But Brandon was performing and he fucking killed it. He was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. Like, and so a- like, he's a really good musician, but like I'm talking showmanship, like just for being consistently on. Oh my God. Like he was playing so many popular songs, yeah. witty banter in between. Yeah. He did rap stuff for did, you. Did, I request like, can you do any rap songs? And he rapped California Love, which he, is not an easy which song Which is not rap. an He did no scrubs for Miranda. Yeah. Right? He, he did was like. so good. Like, birthday shadows. He did T-Swift. He did old stuff. He did yeah. new stuff. Um, and like he jumped between piano and guitar. And he handles the crowd there really well, which is a lot of drunk younger people. Totally. Like, plays for the crowd. He has good banter with them. Like, Mm-hmm. It's a fun time. If he wasn't your brother, I'd be like, this guy's awesome. No, which is amazing. And the crazy thing was, was that like Chris was like, Brandon, you sing all the songs I love in the key I love. So <laughs> Chris was dying of like doing harmonies, yeah. which was awesome. But then like, it was really cool because it was just fun to have like, I love that Brandon knows all of like all of our friends, which is great. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he would give even them shout outs and yeah. stuff. So like, I always think like that kind of stuff's really cool. And I started talking to like other people like I didn't know there, just like strangers who were like sitting up against the piano. And they're like, we follow your brother here all the time. Like we love when he performs like that's awesome. Yeah. But in the same breath, I saw like a bunch of like bar sluts trying oh, to hit yeah. on my brother. And I'm like, this is so weird. Yeah. But um, in true Val fashion, I convinced many a friend to do shots with me. Not and me. so not you, John stayed free and clear. But I think like David, apparently I gave him two shots of tequila. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and but then yeah, I think I lined up like so much tequila. Lil did the same. Ben did the same. And then yeah. we just had, like, a ton of beer and stuff. And I felt fine. Mm-hmm. Like, when we, like, got home, I was like, I don't remember, like, much of the rest oh, of Oh, yeah. Well, we, I mean, got, we got home at, like, <laughs> 3 in the morning. It was just funny when we ended up going to bed because we yeah. came home and then we were on the couch and we just started watching TV. You mm-hmm. passed out. I was watching whatever. And then it's like, I think it was almost 4 a.m. I was like, yeah. okay, now it's time to go to bed. So I woke you up and then we go into bed. And I'm like, okay, good night. Um, you're just like talking. Like, you gotta take your glasses off now. And you're like, no, you take them off. <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, oh, here we go. And I was like, I'm going to sleep now. And I like turned over. I'm like, I'll see you in the morning. And you're like, no, I gotta, I'm gonna hold you. And you like flipped over and like jumped on I top of me. I just wanted to be near you. <laughs> jumped on top of me. I'm on like the edge of the bed. And I'm like, okay. I like let you hold me for a couple minutes. And I'm like, I got. I need you to turn over now because I'm gonna fall off the bed and I can't sleep. And you're like, no, I gotta hold you. And I was like. All right, well, if you turn over now, I'll hold you in the morning. You're like, you will? <laughs> and then See, I, I know when you're lying. <laughs> you carry the milk. <laughs> yeah, but I carry the milk. And then I thought you would turn over and move closer to your end. Yeah. But you literally just, like, turned over and your ass was in my ass. <laughs> and I'm still, like, almost falling off the bed. So for the next 20 minutes, I would just, like, make sounds like... <sighs> and I would take my butt and smack your butt to try and, like, push you over. Maybe I just thought you were trying to get fresh. <laughs> Maybe. So I thought that was quite funny. I'm sorry. No, no, it was, it was funny. <laughs> then, I don't remember any of this, but then I still woke up at, like, 9.30 and yeah. was ready to take on the world. And I woke up, I had two beers yeah. over four hours, and guess what? Yeah. I was hungover. <laughs> I think I had so- we almost lost the uh, podcast there. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, I wasn't. I think it was because it's been a lack of sleep, this and that. But yeah. it's like it wasn't an awful hangover. We still went out shopping, did all these things. Yeah. But by the time I came back around three o'clock, you like, like passed out for like four, four hours, hours. <laughs> right? And so it makes me laugh because I definitely know you. You can't function on no sleep. No. Whereas I can pretty much like keep going yeah. and like then I'll just crash one day because I think. On the Friday to the Saturday, I ended up sleeping till like 1 p.m. <laughs> <You did. laughs> right? So I was just like pooling my sleep. But yeah. I had such a fun time at the Madison. Yeah, like, great. I know everybody was like, oh, this bar, like, even today, David was like, oh, it's really young there. And I'm like, you know what? It is. But I didn't feel like didn't, super old no, there at I didn't. all. I, it was fine. Like, because there's a good amount of us, yeah. we're right by the piano bar. We got drinks pretty yeah. easily. I didn't care. Like, I didn't care. Alistair uh, posted as well. He's like, oh, he's like going back to the Madison. And everybody's like, why are you doing that if they didn't hang out with us? Yeah. But I'm like, I found it fun. Like, I would I'd go watch. back if Brandon was playing if again. If he was with, playing, for sure. If he was playing. If he wasn't playing, I'd probably not go back. No. Um, but I had a blast. And, like, Ben texted me... The night afterwards, and he's like, this was, like, the most awesome time ever. <laughs> so I was like, yo, Val for the win. Gomez for the win, man. Yeah, you always have, like, the freshest ideas. I do have fresh ideas. Well, so. <laughs> it's 9 o'clock. Yeah. I still got to edit this. We still got to finish making dinner. We do. Well, don't but wait. I carry the milk. <laughs> Why don't we end this bad boy? I do love you still. Wait, we Thank had you. to give a hit sneak peek what's coming up this week. Yeah, what's coming up this week? Um, It's only been seven years what? of you carrying the milk. Wow, seven full seven years. Seven full years. And as John mentioned, we are going to purchase our trip to Bahama Mama. Yeah, Bahama Mama. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Tomorrow. We should purchase our tickets to Ottawa as Ottawa. well. Ottawa. We'll probably go do some fun things. Things on Some the weekend. Things. Next week, I want to talk about the Better Call Saul and Girls finale. Oh, yes. And I want to maybe play some more games like Hit the Post, and we'll talk about what we did on our anniversary night and stuff. So, and I'm sure some other crazy shit will happen. Totally. So I want to, because it was the season finale of Noisy, my favorite music mm-hmm. documentary, mm-hmm. I want to play... Um, because they introduced me to cool genres of music. Yeah. Like Chicago rap scenes called drill music, like yeah. Chief Keef. You know what's crazy? As a side yeah. note, David made a poster today, 
and it had the noisy oh. cover art on cool. it, and I was like, noisy, and noisy. I totally forgot. I'm like, it's a music-based show. Yeah. So I'm like, I only know it as, like, the Vice documentary, but yeah. it's like, no, it's a good... So I was like, whoa, it's so crazy. It's come full circle. Exactly. Yeah. So the finale w- took place in London, England, yeah. and they introduced me to grime music, ah. which is rap music, and basically, back in the day, a lot of uh, f- English rappers and singers would sing or rap with uh, American accents. Yeah. But grime music is them rapping in their British accent. Nice. I always wondered about that. Yeah. So it's really cool. It's really like kind of fast paced. Mm-hmm. Is it very posh British? Uh, I don't know what that means. Like very, <laughs> hello. No, no. It's grimy. It's like dirty, like living in the ghettos. Of... Oh, no. But is the accent posh? No, it's grimy. Okay. Like it's exactly how the music. Okay. But, so this guy, who the band of the week, it's going to be by a guy named Skepta. Okay. Who actually, Drake is making him uh, worldwide famous because he did a remix of a Skepta song. Okay. And everyone's saying Skepta will be on the new Drake album. Whoa. But this song, it's called That's Not Me by Skepta featuring JME mm-hmm. off of his album that comes out in a couple weeks called Konnichiwa. <laughs> Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. So it's a good grimy rap British song, which mm-hmm. I've been listening to nonstop. Okay. And the first line line of the song is, it's the return of the Mac. I'm still alive like Tupac. That's ah. where I got it from. So without further ado, let's get into the song of the week by the band of the week. It's That's Not Me by Skepta. So all Amazing. The, all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live 605. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's Val Gomez 23 to check out some pictures from this Madison emergency room adventure. Let's get you up to 30 likes. Totally. And you can follow your boy on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Malencamp. Totally. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I'm Val. Be easy. I actually realized I had so many other stories, so I'll save them for next week. Write them down and then save them. Let's do it. Act like a waste man, that's not me. Sex any girl, nah, that's not me. Licks any girl, nah, that's not me. Yeah, I used to wear Gucci, I put it all in the bin, cause that's not me. True, I used to look like you, but dressing like a mess, nah, that's not me. It's the return of the Mac, I'm still alive just like Tupac. Girls in the front row, girls in the back. Spit one lyric, everybody's like brat. Flashback to the cold nights in the chat, now I'm in a new whip, counting a big stack. Yellow gold chain and the diamonds are black. Jack me, nah, you don't wanna do that. Anytime you see me wearing a glove, boy, but no, I ain't coming. To fight like Jet Li Spray this till the clip is empty I know you get what I'm saying You get me Love for the G's and the ends, But we don't love no girls in the ends. Last time I fell in love with a skep But trust me, I will never do that again Nah, that's not me Act like a waste man, that's not me Sex any girl, nah, that's not me Licks any girl, nah, that's not me Yeah, I used to wear LV Put it all in the bin Cause that's not me True, I used to look like you But dressing like a mess Nah, that's not me See me, I come from the roads Pricks wanna try and put Skepta on hold But no, bad boy, I've been one of those Wake up cool, you will get one of those One to the eyeball, one to the nose I don't really care about your postcode Take your girl, no dinner, no rolls Two minutes in my bedroom, no clothes Girls everywhere, girls in the club Looking at me trying to make a black man blush Girls on the high street, girls on the bus But these niggas wanna hang around us, that's us I don't wanna see a stone island cuz Man talk shit, I just smile and flush I'm looking for a girl with the X factor But I don't judge like Simon does From day one I said I was serious, then serious hit the jackpot People ask what music I make, turn the volume up cause that's what I don't wear no bait designer brands, I spit deep bars on my black top You'll never see me smoking a cigarette car, cigarette smoker That's not me, nah, that's not me, nah, that's not When I'm on a mic in a rave, I got the whole crowd bubbling like a crackpot 
see me and stepped up in the video with a nostalgic backdrop There'll never be a day when I don't make music Cause silent, nah, that's not me Nah, that's not me Act like a waste man, that's not me Sex any girl, nah, that's not me Lips any girl, nah, that's not me Yeah, I used to wear Gucci, I put it all in the bin Cause that's not me True, I used to look like you but dressing like a mess Nah, 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 that's not me Act like a waste man, that's not me Sex any girl, nah, that's not me Lips any girl, nah, that's not me Yeah, I used to wear Gucci, I put it all in the bin Cause that's not me True, I used to look like you but dressing like a mess Nah, that's not me John Mallon and Val Gomez.